Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. All right. Hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. So as you can tell, uh, if you're tuning in, uh, that I have a little bit of a different setup. Um, I'm in the same location. I'm still in my, my kitchen slash living room slash dining room and all that kind of stuff here in the RV. However, um, things are a little bit different. Um, we got a different table. I installed it a couple nights ago. And so I'm, I'm turned in a totally different direction. In fact, if I'm looking straight at the other edge of the RV right now instead of looking at the uh, bedrooms. Um, like I was before, I'm now facing side to side as opposed to, uh, uh, from the end, looking at the end of the RV, so to speak, um, where the, the children's bedroom is right over here. But anyways, uh, it's been a long week. Um, I have a, a couple more, I think to go where I'll be working a little bit later on, um, on a normal Thursday night, but I'll let you know, uh, sometime next week, um, whether or not I'll be able to go live on Thursday, Thursday night, but it may be another Friday night next week, but I'm really hoping to get back to Thursday night. It just, uh, it seems a little bit, um, better, you know, um, uh, as far as timing goes, uh, usually Friday nights, people are spending time with their family, maybe out and about. So, but anyways, you can always go back and watch these. Uh, they're all always recorded. They're always uploaded to the, um, both the, video channels, I guess you would say there's, there's other ways to watch it, um, on video, there's a library and odyssey or whatever they're calling themselves now. Um, YouTube obviously is, uh, where I first started and then Facebook, uh, Facebook is, um, now over a thousand subscribers. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Um, thousand people. So keep sharing. If you're on Facebook, please keep sharing on your page. I, I, Really would appreciate it if you just take that uh, couple seconds that it takes to go to the page or go on this video and just share it um, on your timeline. It would it would uh, it would be excellent if you could do that for me. I would really really appreciate it. Uh, YouTube not so easy to share things, but it's just by word of mouth, so that'll keep going as long as I'm on YouTube. But we'll see how that goes. Um, Okay, I think the stream is going well. I'm looking over here on YouTube uh, as taking a little bit of time for people to get in on there. I can already see that my dad is watching. Uh, Sister Janet Penton is also watching over there on Facebook. It's good to see you, sister. I've been praying for you. I'm praying that you've been feeling better. And uh, so I appreciate you. Uh, Faithful, uh, I guess you would say, uh, always watching uh, the, the videos here. And um, also watching the videos uh, at the local uh, body of believers that I that I am fellowship with, and I teach at on Sunday mornings. Um, she's always watching there too. So hi, sister. Um, I believe uh, you're in Alabama. I think I could be, or northern Mississippi. I can't remember. But 
Anyways, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Dad, out there in Childress, Texas, the great state of Texas. And let's see if we have any other people. Oh, I should probably check my audio, see if I'm going. Well, yeah, I am. It's not. I guess it's okay. The levels look all right. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, as, as far as the way things have been going, I've uh, just been working very late every night um, on duty and getting up super early in the morning. So that's been, it is what it is. Um, I'm down to about 13 months left of doing that, and then it'll be over, uh, Lord willing. Um, unless he changes something up, that's what's going to happen. All right, so I'm recording, and on my recorder and of course my mouse i need a new mouse i have a macbook and this uh this mouse that i have it's battery operated i've had this for a very long time i think this is close to 10 years old uh a mouse so i need to get a new one anyways all right so you can also uh i just want to make another quick plug for the audio podcast. Um, people love listening to podcasts. Why don't you listen to something that's going to edify you and uplift you? Why don't you listen to the Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast? You can find it anywhere your podcast. Uh, you like to find uh, any of those uh, audio files, whether it's on uh, Spotify, whether it's on Apple or whatever they're calling themselves now, uh, iHeartRadio, any of the places you want to go anchor. Uh, you can always find me at any of those spots, just look up Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast, and you'll find it there. Oh, boy, this thing. It's its deader than a doornail. It's got, it got fresh batteries in it, too. All right. Well, I have to get up of here. Not a problem. That's a total first world problem right there. My mouse doesn't work great. Let's see here. Okay. I'm just going to have to reach ahead like this. And use the mouse on the computer. All right. If you're checking in, like I said, on YouTube or Facebook, please, 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 please leave a comment so I know uh, who's watching. And also you can uh, list any kind of comments or questions. I try to get to those at the end. And um, But it also it's nice to see where everybody's at. If you want to say where you're at, you don't have to tell me. So... Yeah, I'm, I got a completely... Got a completely, uh, all right, I'm getting distracted by this. I'm just going to just throw it away. What are you going to do? All right, let's get into 1 Corinthians chapter, or excuse me, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And uh, as you can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about warfare, uh, something that uh, I've been around for a while, <laughs> but we that's not the type of warfare we're talking about. We do not war. After the flesh is the title tonight, and of course that comes from chapter 10 and verse number 3. Hey, Brother Jason, over there on YouTube, good. Thank you for tuning in, Brother Jason. All right, so uh, we're going to be talking tonight about a little bit about warfare. Paul was having some issues, as he always did, with some people that were, uh, well, they were talking against him in some ways. And uh, it's a fairly short chapter, though, so again, we should hit our roughly 30-minute timeline. But let's get into it. I just want to bring up a couple quick points. There's not um, a whole lot of, um, I guess you would say, deep theological things that we could probably get in tonight uh, on this chapter, but who knows? We'll see what the Lord has for us tonight, shall we? All right, First Corinthians, or excuse me, again, I, I'm in First Corinthians on Sunday morning, so 
been bouncing back and forth. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number one. Now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold toward you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. Now, apparently, uh, Paul said, well, hey, look, I'm not coming, you know, with boldness um, when he's coming to them. You know, remember last time he wrote him a letter and then came to them. It was for correction. Now, the second letter, he's he's been it's a lot more admonishing them to keep the faith. And, you know, the, the, you know, all these different kinds of things, uh, telling them that they're doing well and so forth and so on. Um, that they're, you know, talked about their giving, their, you know, the willingness to give first of themselves and how much they've been a blessing to the saints there. But now, you know, always, always, always there's somebody are claiming that Paul's walking after the flesh. And Paul's going to bring up something very fascinating here, and I'm going to get into something. I've been watching a series on, um, now again, when I mention channel names, I want to make sure everybody understands that I, there, it's impossible to watch everything or know every single uh, video that some people have. All right. So I can never fully endorse anybody unless I know them personally and have known them for 20 years. Okay. That's the only way I would really kind of step out there to fully endorse somebody's channel. So don't take that as what it is. But there's an excellent, um, I guess you would say, series, even though it's not uh, under a playlist, anything right now on YouTube. I don't know if they have a Facebook channel, but it's called Grace Ambassadors, talking about Jesus all the way through the Bible and speaking about Jesus. And what's really fascinating here is when we get to the next couple of verses here, I'm going to go back to, uh, to earlier in the letter to something that they talked about, um, knowing no man after the flesh. And it's 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 fascinating. But anyways, I, I encourage you to, to watch it. I think I have it now saved on my YouTube channel under a playlist. It's just called Jesus. And uh, just an excellent study so far. I've been really enjoying it. And uh, again, like I said before, I will not fully endorse anybody. So, you know, again, you know, if you're going to leave a comment saying Grace Ambassador said this this one time back seven years ago, do you really believe that? I'm, wait, <laughs> you know, I, I, I haven't seen everything. I don't know everything. Um, so I'm not fully endorsing their channels. However, everything that I have seen, their stand on the King James Bible and so forth and so on has been excellent. Um, teaching dispensational teaching. It's, it's, it's fantastic, clearly taught, but, uh, anyways, let's re keep reading here. I, I, I don't want to get sidetracked, but it, it says, if we walked according to the flesh, he says, they think of us as we do that. Now we know that we still walk in this flesh. Paul mentions this, I believe in first Corinthians seven, that he, you know, within me dwelleth no good thing. You know, he's a wretched man, that body of flesh that we still all keep is unfortunately capable of all sorts of things. If we forget, I guess you would say a good way to say it would be forgetting who we are. And this is really vital here. This is something that's been really encouraging me lately. It says the uh, verse number three, for though we walk in the flesh, obviously, you know, we got flesh and blood here. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Now, what does that mean? It means that, you know, we don't fight against principalities and power, you know, you know, as far as like these uh, physical things that we can see, but a spiritual wickedness, Paul says, in high places, uh, the prince and power of the air, the, the principalities, the, 
you know, these these government agencies that we see and conspiracies and all these. That's not what the focus is. We war against a spiritual war. And how do we fight this war? Can we fight it in the flesh? And the answer is absolutely not. Cannot do it. And look at what it says in verse number four here. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds, he has the uh, connotation of castles or, you know, uh, you know, these bunker systems that are or like maybe even uh, the trench warfares. You know, they're strongholds. They, they have a lot of ammunition pointed in the other direction. They have a lot of firearms. They have a lot of bulwarks. They have a lot of concrete. They are strongholds, so to speak. But he says here to God to the pulling down of those strongholds, whatever's going on in your life, if you have the, the living God living with inside of you, the, the, the spirit of, of, of Christ within you, you can pull down those strongholds, not through your power, but through his. God is the one that pulls down the strongholds. Why? Because we don't war after the flesh. After the flesh. And it's something that came up here. Look, turn into Second Corinthians chapter. Mm, let's go Second Corinthians chapter five, and let's start in verse number fourteen. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. See, warring after with this flesh, you know. You know, henceforth, you know, from here on out, after Christ died for all and you've you've accepted him, that you believed on him, that free gift of salvation by faith, when this happens, henceforth, live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. He's the one that sent his spirit back into the world. He's the one that seals you until the day of redemption. He is the one that shows you and seals you shows you all things, teaches you all things, his spirit within you. That's what you war after. We hence, it says, uh, died for him and rose again. That's, that's what allows us, because he rose again, he sent his spirit into the world. Now it allows us to not have to war after the flesh. We have an ally, a great ally, the spirit of the living God within us all. That's, that's, a great, that's great news, everybody. Verse number 16, wherefore, henceforth, see, once again, henceforth, uh, from here on out, know we no man, look what it says, after the flesh. This is verse number 16 in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse number 16, we, wherefore, henceforth, that's another way of saying, again, from here on out, from that moment of salvation, know we no man after the flesh. Now, that's kind of strange. I, I know Many people after the flesh, I see them on a day-to-day -day basis. I, I know who they are, but that's not what it's talking about. We know people now. We don't know them after the flesh. Look what it continues to say. Though, it says uh, after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, a lot of people were still alive that knew Christ when he walked on this earth. God manifest in flesh. Yet now, henceforth, see, from here on out, because Christ died, rose again, ascended into heaven. Um, okay, so we don't know him after the flesh anymore. How can you know him? Look at this. Yet now, henceforth, know we him no more. Well, how is that possible? Like, 
well, you don't see him anymore, but he's in you. So this is why, um, you know, a lot of people talk about like uh, people's ethnic groups or and there's racial divisions and stuff like that. May it never be said ever, ever, ever about someone that it has the spirit of the living God within them that they know somebody, another believer, another new creature in Christ, as this next verse says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And it keeps going here. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So if you claim to be a believer and there's somebody else that claims to be a believer and you know, the, you have some sort of thing against them because of their flesh their outward appearance, you know, as far as their ethnicity or whatever, you're not supposed to know them after the flesh. The Bible says, and Paul says it here in, in Corinthians, I forget which one, uh, chapter it's in or which uh, letter, but he says there's three types of individuals in this world today. He names them out clearly because he talks about don't give offense to these three groups. One group, I didn't look up this verse, I should have. Uh, it's in first Corinthians chapter something, somebody help me, but he says, uh, give none offense, neither Jew, Gentile, or the church of the living God. If you're in Christ, now we know from here on out, know no man after the flesh, no man. We know them after the spirit that's within them that has made us one in Christ Jesus. Isn't that great? And so now, as we war the spiritual warfare, so to speak, we don't war as after the flesh. Because of the one spirit that has unified us all, we can now war together. And isn't it greater to have strength in numbers? Okay? We're all the body of Christ. If you are in him, the body of Christ, there's only one body. As we've been studying um, through 1 Corinthians, if, if you remember back then in 1 Corinthians, it talks about the one bread that we're partakers of. And then in 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about the one body. There's many members, but one body. And then it says, so is Christ. You know, there's many members in Christ. That's why people have a, a tough time with uh, understanding the Godhead. And they're like, well, how can it talk about three separate uh, things, but one God. Well, there's three separate members. There's many members. There's not just one member. There's three members of the Godhead, but one body. That's why Colossians 2, verse 8 and 9, and all these other verses come to mind where it says, oh, then Hebrews, he's the express image. He's, he's the image. He's the only man or the only flesh, the only thing we will physically ever see is Jesus Christ all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, as Colossians talks about. So again, I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you here that as we're going through this, we have to get our mind of off this flesh. We don't war, we don't fight this, this battle on a day-to-day basis in the flesh. It's impossible to do so. As we get back to here in 2 Corinthians, this is what Paul's talking about here, back in 2 Corinthians 10. He, he says, like, we don't war after the flesh. We cannot do it. We don't, you should not walk according to the flesh. 
we don't war after it because, you know, obviously we're going to live this life where we walk in flesh, but that's not how we are to see ourselves, one, and two, how are we to see others in the body of Christ? It has nothing to do with the flesh. It has nothing to do with something that, you know, you know, petty stuff about, you know, racial things and, well, you shouldn't marry this person based upon skin color and this, that, and the other thing. I've, I've talked about that too, too many times, but anyways, moving on. All right, uh, so we go back to uh, verse number four, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 10, where it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're not of this world, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. One, I would encourage you, one of the best ways to do that is through reading the word and letting the word speak to you because he inspired it, he's in you. So think about that. That's how you can pull down strongholds. Well, what about, uh, you know, you know, systems, you know, 10, 10 step systems and um, different types of programs and all these other kinds of things. Uh, folks, Christ is in you, the hope of glory. His spirit is within you. Get in his word. And I don't care what kind of stronghold you have, you can pull it down through his power. We don't walk after the flesh. We don't war with the flesh programs or otherwise they're not carnal the weapons of our warfare are not carnal verse number five casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of god look at that the begin the knowledge of god you know the the wisdom you know the fear of the lord begins with wisdom and i'm thinking of the verse in proverbs not right now where it talks about um talking about the beginning of knowledge the beginning of knowledge these things of knowing him and the power of his resurrection, knowing him and the, and the fact that we have his spirit within us, we have his inspired spirit, inspired word that we can read in our language and that can teach us all things. And we have each other. We have this strength in numbers. We can understand who we are, the one bread, the one body. Many members but I don't see you as a member that has a different in the flesh. We need to stop looking at each other as the, the outward. Keep reading here. Exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Remember what I've talked about numerous times on this channel about what prayer is. It's a surrendering of our will to his. Prayer is, of course, speaking to the Father. Prayer, of course, is, you know, communicating. But prayer is not in the asking for things. Okay, that's that's not a prayer. That's asking, you know. It, it, that's what it is. But the, the, uh, the spirit behind it, little less spirit, behind that should be, nevertheless, not my will be done, but thou. Thy will be done. And as it says here, this is the only way we can bring into captivity to capture the flesh, to crucify the flesh, to reckon ourselves dead, is through the understanding of who Christ has made us. Who is our shield? Who is the, 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 the armor? All these things that we have because of what he's given us through Christ Jesus is fantastic. And that's how we can war against this life. This is how we can war against the flesh. It doesn't matter what kind of imaginations 
what kind of thought or life that you're having, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, it can bring it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Verse 6, and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Now again, Paul mentions here in verse number 7, do you look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him of let him of himself think this again, that as he is Christ, even so are we Christ. We are all part of the same body. And in, in, when I read this, this is what I'm thinking. Just in the context of what he's, he's speaking of, these people are saying that we're walking after the flesh. No, we're not walking after the flesh. We're walking after the spirit. We are one body. We are one bread. You're a Jew. Paul, I'm, Paul says, I'm a Jew you're a Gentile, you're from over here, and you're from over there, and they're this color, and I'm this color, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I just, okay, moving on. All right, for verse number eight. For though I should boast somewhat more of your of our authority, remember again, Paul had the authority of an apostle. I just spoke about this one. I was talking about the giving, which the Lord hath given us for edification. Why was the authority there for edification, to build you up, and not for your destruction? I should not be ashamed, that I may not seem as if I would terrify you by letters. I'm assuming that this, you know, especially that first letter, probably uh, scared him quite a bit. <laughs> but, you know, that's not what, he's not doing it just to for their destruction. He's doing it to build them up to make them understand, to bring them into remembrance, remember who they are. Verse number see, 10, for his letters say they are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible, contemptible, excuse me. All right. So now we're getting a little bit of insight of maybe what some of these people were saying. And it's like, yeah, Paul's really bold and stuff like that when he writes these letters. But when he comes here, boy, he just looks like he's, you know, he's just some weak old man. He doesn't have any authority. Who is he to? And he's like, mm. let such as and one think this, that such as we are in word by letter when we are absent, such will we be also indeed when we are present. Paul said, make no doubt about it. Don't don't think. Uh, don't get it, uh, like what is a word that we used to say? Don't get it like twisted. Okay, don't uh, rest this to your own destruction here. <laughs> Everything that I said in the letter, I'm going to say face to face. I'm going to come boldly. Because again, he's not warring. He does not care about the flesh, the carnal things. Paul was very secure in understanding who he was in Christ. And so can we. All right, I like verse number 11. It's kind of like a dig, but, you know, Paul says, first of all, I came not in excellency of speech. He starts off the letter talking about that. You know, what does he say? And uh, I think it's in his first letter, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Yeah, yeah, his first letter. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or in wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. He said he already told him, I'm coming to you. You might think my speech is rough, 
Yeah, I'm not. I don't care about the excellency of speech. I'm coming to you to give you the the very words of God. All right, verse number twelve, back in Second Corinthians ten. For we dare not make ourselves of the number, or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. These are the ones that. Um, uh, what's the best way of putting this? They're basically pinning awards on each other. You know, oh, you know, you're great. No, you're great. You know, but you're not wise to be thinking that you're thinking yourselves of anything. Uh, take heed. And Paul says, we're not going to uh, dare make ourselves of the number or like, in other words, be associated with any of that nonsense. Verse 13, but we will not boast the things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God hath distributed to us a measure to reach even unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure, as though we reach not unto you. For we are come as far as to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and not to boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. That's a great verse to live by. Um, hey, Brother Mike, you know, that was a great lesson. You And I, I try to do this, and I try to sincerely mean it. Every time somebody says something like that to me, I say, praise the Lord. I want to glory in the Lord, okay, because I'm made of flesh. I can get puffed up. I can think of myself more highly than I ought to think. But this is the admonition here. Preach the gospel. Don't boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand, you know, if it's, you know, it's, this, this is uh, uh, another way of saying something like, Hey, this has already been prepared for you. And, you know, if you're going to boast in things like this is a new thing, like, you know, sometimes people will come up with something and they think it's a new thing and they'll think it's like, no, it's there. It's been given to you. Don't boast in that. Praise the Lord. Glory in the Lord. Don't glory in yourself. Glory, Lord, thank you for showing me this. Thank you for edifying me. Thank you for building me up, making me understand more and more. Lord, help me as I teach to glory only in you and not in my own words. For not, verse 18, he that committeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. In the end, if you're not careful, and again, I always say, I'm looking right here in the monitor. If you're not careful, you're going to commend yourself. You think the reward is there. Wow, you know, look how many, you know, I, I talked about it at the beginning, and I hope nobody took the wrong idea of that. Oh, I have a 1,000 subscribers now on, on Facebook. Wow, ain't I something? Okay, well, there's your reward. That and, you know, 50 cents will get you, well, I don't even know, 50 cents will get you a Coke anymore, a can of Coke. The point is, it doesn't have anything to it. If you're going to be standing before Christ one day and giving an account, that's just some wood, hay, and stubble. That's just going to burn, 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 burn. It's not going to remain. What only will remain is what uh, whom the Lord commendeth. How the Lord commends you is that you don't war 
warfare after the flesh. Because we henceforth know no man after the flesh. We walk after the Spirit. The one Spirit, one baptism, one calling. Let's turn over there real quick and read that. I just some verse kind of came up in my head. Ephesians chapter 4. Now let's start in verse number 3. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. He, As he gifts you, as I said, talked about before, I don't want to reuse the word, you know, hey, make it kind of a spooky thing. But surrender your will to his. Remember who you are. Get together with other people and help them to remember and, and, and show all men, you know, be ambassadors. Show all men, the, you know, the, the fellowship. What is that fellowship of the mystery? I, I'm butchering the verse right now. Be an ambassador, of course. We have the ministry of reconciliation but also amongst ourselves to remember to be constantly reconciling as Christ has reconciled us in one body to help us to grow stronger together in the nurture, the admonition of the Lord, his words alone. And that's 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And uh, we'll be, like I said, we'll be wrapping up pretty soon. Just a couple more chapters ago, but um, I think I hit... Uh, I think I've been dropping a few frames. I don't think, I, hopefully you didn't notice any of that. It, it won't drop the audio, so it'll be okay. Well, let's get over here to the Facebook feed. Oh, let's go to YouTube first. Uh, no comments over there. So thank you for joining me over there on YouTube. I uh, see just Brother Jason left a comment, and I appreciate that, brother. And let's see, let's go over here to Facebook here. Oh, quite a few. My dad's talking about uh, some things. Sounds good. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh, Sister Janet says, I'm doing better. Good. I'm doing better, and I'm praying for you and your family also. I'm in Oxford, Mississippi. That's right. Okay. Love your gift for teaching. Thank you for all of your prayers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Sister Janet. Okay. I... Thank, thank you so much for the encouragement. Hey, Ken Larson. Hey, Brother Ken. Saying amen, brother. I'm not sure exactly when you said that or for what, but I'm sure it was good. It's good to hear from you there. Uh, we, can know, we can know Christ in the flesh after his earthly ministry, which was to Israel according to the kingdom teaching and under the law. Oh, this is good stuff. This is the thing that I've been studying. But anyways, we know Christ after his glorified state according to Paul's gospel given him by Christ. Yep. All right. Uh, we have to walk according to the law of the Spirit, Romans 8.2. Hmm. Romans 8.2. I think I know what this says. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Oh, okay. Yeah. The law that was our condemnation... Now, because of in him who kept the entire law, fulfilled the law, 
we now have his spirit of life in Christ Jesus and made us free, made me free from the law of sin and death. That's good. So now we don't, we can't live after the flesh. The same flesh that wasn't good enough to sanctify and justify you or redeem you, need to walk after his spirit. All right. Fellowship of the Mystery, Ephesians 3 9. And my dad's asking for prayer. Yes, please pray for his shoulders. Uh, so he was working uh, when he was back and still in New Jersey. He had a refrigerator fall on him. <laughs> uh, so he was trying to get a refrigerator off a of dolly, I think, or I can't remember how the story went. But no, anyways, um, it damaged his shoulder. He's been trying to get that fixed for a long time and uh, brings him a lot of pain. So praying for you, Pop. Oh, you know, just praying that uh, God's will be done and um, that there would be some relief coming for your physical body. All right, over here back on YouTube. Uh, Brother Jason asks, can you give a quick quick description of dying to oneself daily? Yes. Okay. So think about this. Paul says, I die daily. And somebody thinks to yourself, like, well, what, is, what could that possibly mean? You can, you're not actually dying. Of course not. But the connotation, the, the, the idea is, is that when he says, I die daily, it's a constant remembering that you are no longer under that bondage. Okay. The, the bondage is meaning like, uh, let me give an example. The children of Israel, when they left uh, uh, Egypt, for example, they always constantly wanted to go back to Egypt. And we, we say to them like, oh, you were in slavery. Like, how could you want to go back under that bondage and the 400 years of oppression and all these different kinds of things? How could you possibly want to do that? But yet we do every single day. And again, because we try to war after the flesh. So dying daily is understanding at a daily basis. And in fact, hourly by the minute is the constant reminding yourself that I'm not the old man. The old man's been crucified with Christ. I'm a new creature in him. So now we have the ability to live a life and a life more abundantly because of his spirit. So I would say that, that probably the, one of the ways of describing it is that you can just, you're dying daily to your wants, your desires, your fleshly needs, so to speak, in place of what he has for you. And his life is better. <laughs> Everything about it is better. Well, I, am I going to have like all this prosperity dumped on me? No, that has nothing to do with it. We don't war after the flesh. No carnal things, worldly things. But instead, we can die daily to our own desires, our own wants, our own needs. So I hope that helps just a little bit. I saw somebody posted something on Facebook. This is the answer to Romans 7.23. <laughs> Great questions. All right, 7.23. Yeah. Uh, Romans 7.23, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which was which is in my members. This is Paul literally saying that the flesh is still there, but you need to have your mind daily changed or in remembrance and put yourself in remembrance. That's not you anymore. This flesh is going to be with us until we die or until we're raptured out. That's 
what it is. Paul said he struggled here in Romans 7. You know, he's wretched man that I am. But he said, oh, wretched man that I am, verse 24, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then in the mind, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. That's the crucifying of your flesh. That's the old dead thing that's going to be renewed one day. I don't want anything to do with it, Brother Jason. That's that's the idea of dying daily. Okay, so hopefully I took a little bit of time, but uh, thanks, brother. I needed to hear that. Well, amen. Praise the Lord. I pray that that helped. All right. Oh, it wasn't a refrigerator. It was a commercial washer. It was heavy, and, they, you know, it hurt my pops. So I'll keep praying for that situation there. All right. Okay, well, we've, uh, if there's no more, I think we'll go ahead and call it a night. It was a great study tonight. We'll be in, like I said, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, probably again on another Friday night. Uh, I want to try, but I'll be on duty, and by the time I get home, it's usually around 6.30 at night, and then by the time I you know, see my kids get something to eat, it's already 8 o'clock uh, before I know it, and I'm very tired. So uh, today somebody relieved me of uh, my duty and took it for me for this weekend. I was very appreciative of that and um, got a chance to get on here tonight. So, all right. Hey, I love you in the Lord. I'm going to check the 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 uh, comments one more time. Hey, Brother Wilson's there. Brother Dave, good to see you. He says, yet not I, but Christ in me. That's right. That's good. Brother Jason, I pray uh, that you'll remember that, and I will remember to die daily. So thank you for that uh, question, giving a quick description of dying to oneself daily. Okay. And Sister Susie Wilson. Thank you, Brother D'Angelo. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining me. All right, would you please, one more time, one more time, I'll make a nice little plug here. Uh, one more time. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, please share. That's one of the probably the best way to do this. Share the channel, share this video, and I would appreciate it very much. Always, you know, you can always go back and look at the uh, archived uh, playlist of all the videos that are in the past. Um, you can go and, and study those, share those as you like. I, I would really appreciate that. So please share the channel, share these videos um, on YouTube. Um, a little bit harder to do, but please, by word of mouth. Please just uh, like it. That's one of the best ways to start getting that algorithm going is to like it and put a comment on there. So I appreciate that all over there on YouTube and also on Facebook. And then don't forget the, all the podcasts, of course, if you want to be able to listen to this as you go down the road and listen to me. Uh, if that doesn't put you to sleep driving. If it puts you to sleep, please don't listen to it driving down the road, okay? <laughs> all right. All right. Well, again, thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You, and I'll see you again, Lord willing, next week as uh, as the brother in Christ over there said, uh, talking about dying daily. Please, die daily. Remember who you are. Let this mind be in you. Bye for now.